Welcome to Mount Molehill, a place where even the smallest mysteries become mountains. I'm Chris, and this week I'm doing things a bit differently. I've been traveling a lot recently, and the fall season kicks off a very busy part of the year for me with Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas right around the corner. So this week I'm taking a departure from the usual format to give myself a bit of a break. This episode is going to start with a brief update on the mystery featured in episode 1, my search for the Poncho's Mexican Buffet jingle, and it's going to finish off with me attempting to solve some minor media-related mysteries from my childhood in real time. I hope you guys enjoy, and the show will be back to its regular format in the next episode scheduled for release in early October which will kick off a series of mysteries that focus on the spookier side of things in keeping with the Halloween spirit. So without further ado, here's a mini-update on the Poncho's Mexican Buffet jingle recorded during my recent travels. Mount Molehill Log, September 7th, 2023, 8.30am Mountain Daylight Time. We've just embarked on our journey. Our destination... Dallas Fort Worth, Texas, in search of the Poncho's Mexican Buffet jingle. We're headed eastward, leaving behind the comforting shadow and ever vigilant embrace of the Sandia Mountains, on a treacherous path that will take us through the great American desert of the Southwest, across the Llano Estacado of the West Texas Panhandle, and closer to Oklahoma than any sane traveler dare tread. What will we find out there? Mount Molehill Log. Supplemental, 9.45 a.m. Mountain Daylight Time. We've made a stop for fuel and provisions. I stand beneath a stucco sombrero measuring 30 feet tall and 15 feet wide that sits atop the La Cita restaurant in Tucumcari, New Mexico. Before the small town was bypassed by I-40, La Cita was once a shining beacon to road-weary travelers on Route 66. As it stands today, It is but a shadow of its former self. Its parking lot is empty. And as I gaze up at the sombrero, its paint fissured from the unforgiving desert sun, I can't help but wonder if I will find that Poncho's Mexican Buffet has suffered a similar fate. Mount Molehill Log, Supplemental, 6.02 p.m. Central Daylight Time. We've arrived at our lodgings. Tonight we sup not on chicken flautas and sopapillas, but on more austere fare. We must rest and conserve our strength, for we will need it in the coming days. Mount Molehill Log, September 9th, 2023, 9.07 a.m. Central Daylight Time. I'm outside one of the three remaining ponchos in the DFW Metroplex. It's not open yet, and it's flanked on either side by thrift stores, laundromats, and a bingo center. I can't help but think that this location has certainly seen better days, but even in its current state of disrepair, it's most definitely a sight for sore eyes. It's got a pink stucco facade bisected by a zigzagged seafoam stripe, and atop the sign we've got a line of Mexican and American flags, and another sign that boasts... Homemade, hot, and fresh daily, children three and under, eat free. I've still got a few hours yet before it opens, but I'm just so excited to raise the flag. Mount Molehill Log, Supplemental, 12.03 p.m., Central Daylight Time. 
I talked to some of the workers and out of respect for their privacy, I didn't record them, but unsurprisingly, I was unable to gain any new insight into the history of the Raise the Flag jingle. I might hit up the other two locations in the DFW Metroplex over the coming days if time permits, but I think I may have finally reached the end of the road on this journey. I mean, there's really not much more I can do at this point. I've spent countless hours researching, and I've driven over 600 miles to come here and find answers, which is more than any reasonable person would do. So as sad as I am to say that I still haven't been able to find a complete version of the jingle, I mean, I guess in a weird way I'm happy that at least my journey with this whole thing has come to an end. You know, I can kind of just stop worrying about it and accept that there's really nothing more I can do to find it. And for what will probably be the last time in my life, I got the chance to raise the flag once more. So, not really any new information gathered on my recent pilgrimage to Pancho's Mexican Buffet, but it was an intensely nostalgic experience that I'm grateful for nonetheless. I did also get in contact with the musician who wrote the Freddie Fender jingle for Pancho's, but that was a dead end as well. When I asked him if he knew anything about the Raise the Flag jingle, his response was, quote, I have no ideas about Raise the Flag. Never heard of it. But good luck with your search. End quote. And so with that, let's move on to trying to solve some mini-mysteries in real time. So... What I'm trying to figure out this week are the names to a couple of things that I have very vague memories of seeing when I was a kid. They're so vague that I'd almost hesitate to even really call them memories. They're more like impressions. But they've really stuck with me over the years and I remember trying to look for them at various points throughout my life, but not really coming up with anything. And I think they're kind of uh, prime examples of the gnawing questions that refuse to go away. And I think it'll be interesting, if I can find these two things, to see how close they actually are to how I remember them. Uh, so the two things I'm looking for are, for lack of better terms, what I've been calling Live Action Ninja Show and Little Green Guy. We'll start off with Live Action Ninja Show. So this one is probably the more vague memory of the two. I remember seeing a television show when I was very young. No idea what age I would have been or where I would have been living at the time, and my memories of it are so fuzzy that I can pretty confidently say that it wasn't something that I was able to see very often, and seeing as how I've never seen anyone mention this show on the internet before, it probably wasn't on the air for very long. But basically, all I can remember is that it was a uh, live-action ninja show. <laughs> I guess I kind of vaguely remember this show that was like, a live-action martial arts show for kids. I kind of seem to remember that there were different ninjas that would fight each other in, like, a metal dome sort of thing. And I have the impression that it was a scripted show that was presented as being real, sort of like uh, pro wrestling, but with ninjas that was aimed specifically at children. And that's all I have to go on with that one. Little Green Guy is a movie. Now, I never actually saw the movie, but I remember seeing a trailer for the movie on a VHS of some other movie that I rented from the video store. 
I would have been very young when I saw this. I was living in Iowa at the time, so I probably would have been about three or four years old when I saw this. And what I remember from this trailer is that I think the movie centered around a group of youngish kids, like tweens, maybe teenagers, not really sure. I think they were looking for some sort of treasure and there was like this little green monster guy that was somehow involved in the whole thing. I want to say the little green guy was like three feet tall. He was wearing a tuxedo or sort of dressed like a butler. And he maybe had some wispy white hair and wrinkly green skin like a knockoff Yoda. The main thing that I have a somewhat distinct memory of about this trailer is that I feel there was a shot of the little green guy walking down some stairs and there was some fog. For whatever reason, it feels like it was at a train station. I remember that in this shot, you don't really see the little green guy's face. Uh, he's brightly lit from behind, so you kind of just see him as a silhouette walking down some stairs. It was like this is how the character was introduced in the movie, like he's walking down the stairs, you can't really see him that well, and then he gets to the bottom of the stairs and the kids in the movie are kind of scared of him as his face is revealed. My feeling is that this movie was like a children's horror movie or something. For some reason, I always associate this movie with that one movie, A Gnome Named Norm, that one with Anthony Michael Hall and a weird gnome guy. Maybe the trailer for this movie was on the videotape of A Gnome Named Norm? I don't know. So that's all I have to go on, and maybe this won't be the most exciting episode, but it's just kind of a fun thing for me to do where I can continue to deliver episodes to you guys, but at the same time, take a break from doing huge amounts of research. And with that, let's begin, shall we? So let's start off with a live action ninja show. Um, I'm just gonna Google live action ninja show 90s. And 90s, I'm putting in there because that's about the time that it would have been on. And uh, if I don't put that, all I'm going to get is Ninja Warrior. So, okay, <laughs> this one was really f***ing easy. That's all it took. Um, at least it looks like it. Uh, so I'm seeing something called WMAC Masters. I'm going to go to the Wikipedia article for that. WMAC Masters, yeah, this logo is looking familiar that they have on Wikipedia. WMAC Masters is an American live-action television show featuring choreographed martial arts fights. Let's, uh, before I dig into this Wikipedia article anymore, I see that there are some YouTube clips, so let's just check into, let's watch one of those. From Universal Studios, Florida, it's WMAC Masters. Yeah, this is this is definitely the show. <laughs> it's a guy in a karate gi and like an octagon fighting some uh, ninjas in black ninja costumes. Sweet slow mo of a, the karate guy kicking someone in the face. Skip ahead a little bit. Oh, 
Okay, here we go. Now they're going to explain the show. They're the world's greatest martial artists competing for the ultimate prize. Olympus. The machine. Superstar. Red Dragon. Great Wolf. Tiger Claw. Panther. Tsunami. Star Wars. Turbo. Their quest. Reach full dragon belt. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. WMAC Masters. Oh. Welcome to a special edition of WMAC Masters. Hi everyone, I'm Shannon Lee. The World Martial Arts Council created a new competition for today only. Six athletes will face off one at a time against the best recruits from the WMAC Academy. They have 45 seconds to score the most direct hits and knockdowns while avoiding hits themselves. The top four qualifiers will then meet for an unprecedented free-for-all in the battle zone. Yeah, so skipping around, this really does, when I said pro wrestling with ninjas, this really does feel like that because they're, they have basically what amounts to a pro wrestling promo. They have scenes of tsunami and uh, some other guy training in the back and then it's funny as they introduce the fighter it says they have a little title card it's like chris casamasa red dragon height 510 weight 174 signature move spin hook kick uh but as i'm skipping around it looks like there's a lot more to this than just wrestling matches because they're fighting multiple ninjas, and I guess at the end it culminates with a fight between two of the uh, titular WMAC masters. I don't know, but this is definitely exactly what I was looking for, and I got it on my first Google search. I guess probably the last time I searched for this was, I don't know, a decade ago or something like that, and maybe these video clips hadn't made it to YouTube yet at that point, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm glad I uh, was able to find that so easily. Um, so some information about the show. WMAC Masters aired from 1995 to 1997. It had two seasons and 26 episodes. It's not really clear what channel it aired on originally, but my guess would be something like UPN. I did a quick search to see if I could find some decent quality rips of the episodes, but I uh, didn't really find anything, although it apparently was available for streaming on a website called Toonzai from like 2008 to 2012, so it's possible that some good rips are out there. Um, it was never fully released on home video. There were like three videotapes released with two episodes each on them. And just like skimming through the Wikipedia article on the show, it's very difficult to understand like what the end goal was supposed to be. It all sounds extremely convoluted for a show aimed at children. Well, I guess the end goal is stated pretty clearly. Uh, the end goal was to get a gold trophy called the Dragon Star that would prove its holder was the best martial artist in the world. But the quest to getting the Dragon Star is the confusing part because there are subheadings in the wiki article for form demonstrations, preliminary matches and battle dome finals, super challenges and four man battle dome finals, dragon star matches, battle zones, ninjas and special match mixed doubles. 
I mean, I don't want to get too into the weeds right now to try and figure out what all is going on here. But the martial artists involved in the show were uh, in a lot of things that you'd recognize, like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies, the Mortal Kombat movie. Some of them even did the original acting for the Mortal Kombat video game sprites. So there's a certain pedigree behind WMAC Masters. And yeah, that is uh, WMAC Masters, aka Live Action Ninja Show. Let's see if I can be just as lucky on a little green guy, which I don't hold out too much hope for getting that one knocked out as quickly. So I think where I'm going to start with this one is going to go to imdb.com. I'm going to look up a gnome named Norm, and I'm going to look in the trivia section to see if possibly someone says, hey, trailers for such and such movie appeared on this VHS tape, because it's really all I have to go on right now. Um, searching Google for little green guy movie is probably not going to be the most fruitful way of finding this. So no, not not seeing anything in the trivia section, just kind of talk, you know, talking about some actors in the movie. I guess Robert Zadar was in this. Uh, connections, maybe that. Uh, nope. Just talking about various shows that have talked about this. So, huh. We'll go back to advanced search on IMDb. Feature film, short film, TV movie, video, release date. 1980, 1996. Okay, um, so we've kind of been going with green guy, green person, green monster, but it's a horror movie, so let's, I remember it being a horror movie, so let's try to kind of stick with those tropes, and we'll say green ghost. Maybe that will come up with something. No. One title, that was definitely not it. Or that in the plot. Absolutely nothing. Um, try tuxedo, since I kind of remember him wearing a tuxedo. Six titles. Sw sweating to the oldies is one of them for some reason. Some anime called Makeup Sailor Senshi. I think that's Sailor Moon. And some Finnish comedy from 1982 called Breaking Out. Okay, try tuxedo as a keyword. 76 titles. Nothing so far. <laughs> what the hell is this? I'm looking at something called Super Christian 2, which is a video from 1986. Uh, doesn't have a description, just has a picture of the videotape box. Super Christian and the Lone Christian are back. Super Christian 2, behind the mask. Uh, definitely, definitely gotta check that out at some point. Uh, anyway, back to Little Green Man. Um, nope, nothing there. Uh, so, let's try Butler instead of, uh... Tuxedo. 118 titles. 
Lots of interesting things popping up. Got stuff like LA Goddess, Job, Hearts of Fire, Golgo 13. With uh, did I just did I just find it? Ghost Chase 1987. In an old Hollywood mansion, the spirit of an old family retainer inhabits an old grandfather clock. When a movie company uses the mansion for a film, the spirit inhabits the body of a prosthetic robot based on the photo of the butler who then persuades the two filmmakers to track down the great-grandfather's fortune base before the old house is destroyed, revealing a family... scandal. Uh, so on this poster, there is a weird, goofy-looking guy. Oh. Meet Fred, Laurie, and Warren. I will now proceed with the reading of the will. They're about to inherit their first big... This is tracking a little bit. But someone is interested in their friend from the past who holds the key to their fortune. Yeah. No, this is definitely it. Yep, yep. Little green ghost guy. I'm waiting to see the scene of him walking down some stairs or something like that. A friend who is about to take them, if their spirits are willing, on a wild ghost chase. And I'm trying to talk... I'm gonna, just going to try to talk over this so that I don't get any sort of copy strike for just playing a song. I think I just saw the Psycho House. Lots of stuff going on in this trailer. <laughs> um, yeah. Guys fighting a medieval suit of armor. So, so far I haven't seen the exact scene that I remember as a kid, but I'm like 99% sure that this has to be the movie. There's a little green guy running around doing a bunch of sh And, um, this definitely seems to have, they may not have a, a different a tone from what I remember. Uh... Yep. Nope. He, he just winked at the screen. Okay. Oh, well, yep. IMDB is playing a second trailer. Or maybe this is just a scene from the movie. Let's see. Let's see if I can find a different trailer for this. Preferably one that doesn't have just a song in it. Here's another one. Probably the same. Oh, this actually looks to be a different trailer. Centropolis Entertainment. Definitely more of a horror vibe in this one so far. <laughs> yeah. 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 
There's a spirit going into this little weird green guy. Yeah. Um. This is the one we made for the new movie. Suddenly he's like alive now. He can move, and he speaks in the same voice as that ghost. Looks pretty harmless. They're about to just start. You know, a lot of movies like mine are made in Hollywood nowadays. <laughs> movie? I think if you were to take me to Hollywood... This thing is... This movie oh, looks like... Garbage. <laughs> Let me skip around and see if I can find that stairwell scene. What I want you to do. So, yeah, I'm not seeing it in this one either. Kind of surprised that this movie has uh, two distinct trailers for it. Let's see what this one is. Uh, this looks like it's a review, video review someone did of this movie. So, I'm not going to spend too much time looking at this. Just going to scan it to see if I can find that scene. You know, I'm not seeing it exactly how I remembered it, but this definitely has to be... Yeah, I mean, this is definitely... This is the movie, Ghost Chase, from 1987. Um, like I said, I would have seen this trailer when I was three or four, so it's no surprise that, in my mind, some things got warped. I definitely don't remember it being uh, so comedic, but I remember wanting to see it really bad based on this trailer. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, little kids obviously have horrible taste in it. And this was directed by Roland Emmerich, the guy that uh, did Independence Day and the 1998 Godzilla movie. So, wow, that's kind of, I mean, he's not like the most respected director in the world, but he's definitely some, someone that people know. So that's kind of surprising that he made this movie because this does not seem to be a very well-known movie it only has 845 ratings on imdb let's see what it's looking like on letterboxd 461 people on letterboxd have watched this so yes this is not a very well-known movie but uh i'm definitely gonna watch it and i'm glad that uh i have finally solved this 30 year long mystery for myself <laughs> it is definitely ghost chase not exactly the same type of movie that i was thinking it would be but i'm definitely gonna check it out um and yeah i guess i mean that's that's all i got this time full disclosure it took me about one hour total to find both wmac masters and ghost chase but I edited a lot out of this episode because I realized that it would probably be pretty tedious listening to me search through IMDB for an hour. Mount Molehill is written, produced, and edited by me, Chris, with music by myself. This podcast features materials protected by the fair use guidelines of section 107 of the Copyright Act, all rights reserved to the copyright owners. If you have a molehill that you'd like me to turn into a mountain, whether it's a mystery that you just can't solve or just an interesting topic you'd like me to delve into, please reach out. You can email me at mountmolehillpodcast at gmail.com or you can call and leave me a voicemail at 505-218-6894.
Follow us on Instagram to see updates and supplemental material for the show. Thanks for listening. I'll be back with another episode in two weeks.